back to Movies, Munchies, and Moscato. I am Rhonda. And I am Rochelle. And we're just a couple of friends who love movies, television, and wine. So that is something that interests you. Please stick around and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And now it's time for movie news, reviews, and pulp culture discussion. So first off, I thought we could discuss a little bit of the Critics' Choice Award winners, because that award show happened over the weekend. Um, so, yes. No Bad Land, just like at the Golden Globes, also took Best Picture, um, and also Best Director, Chloe Zhao, um, also won. Um, Chadwick Boseman won again for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom for Best Actor in a Drama. And then Carrie Mulligan, this is a change, she won for Best Actress in Promising Young Woman. Wow. I really want to see that movie. It's still on demand. you got to, like, I think, I think you can finally, no, you still have to pay 20 bucks. I did look. You still have to pay twenty bucks to watch it. So as soon as it gets down to the six dollar range, I'll pro- I'd pay that to to watch it. <laughs> it at home. That'll probably happen after the Oscars. Oh right, so it might be a while, but I yeah. do, I do want to see that. Um, and then um, Daniel Kulia um, won for best supporting actor in Judas and the Black Messiah again. Um, new winner uh, Maria Baklova. Bak- Baklova. Baklova. <laughs> Baklova. She won for Best Supporting Actress um, for Borat. So, oh, brother. Wow, right? Um, Best Ensemble Cast. This is a category that's only at the Critics' Choice, but it went to the trials of the Chicago 7. <laughs> so um, Best Comedy Movie was Palm Springs. I saw that last year in the summertime. It was very funny, so if those don't know and want to check it out. Um, Best Drama for TV went to The Crown. Um, as well as best, best Actor in Josh, Best Actress in Emma, and Best Supporting Actress in Gillian Anderson. Yay! So they all won again for their roles. That's awesome. Um, best Supporting Actor in, in TV was Michael K. Williams for Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. So that, that was a new winner. Um, best Limited Series um, was, again, The Queen's Gambit, and also Anna Taylor-Joy for Best Actress. So that's... Really yeah, she was so good. I love that show. Recognition. I still have um, to finish it. <laughs> Donald Sutherland um, won for Best Supporting Actor in a Limited Series for The Undoing. Yes. So that's a new winner. And then Best Supporting Actors in a Limited Series went to Uzo Aduba for Mrs. America. Also, huh. she was a new winner. So. That was a good show. I liked Mrs. America. So, that's one I, I have on my list to watch. I just yeah. haven't. It's good. I haven't gone back to do so. I, so. I think it is anyway. So I'll definitely have to check it out. So those are just some of the, the main winners um, from the Critics' Choice Awards. So I thought that was neat. Especially since we had some change-ups from the Golden Globes. Um, so in news, um, Party Down, um, that is a revival that's in the works at Stars for a six-part limited series. I did, I remember back in the day, check out a couple episodes. It was pretty funny. Um, at the time, I was living out with my parents, and they had Stars. I don't have it now, but it was just, um, it follows a, a Los Angeles catering team of Hollywood wannabes stuck working for tips until their big break happens. And it just had a lot of um, lesser-known like TV personalities in there, like Kristen Bell like did... A couple episodes, um, Ryan Hansen, who was on Veronica Mars with her, um, gosh, it was Michael J. Black was in there. There was just a, a couple of, this, like I said, lesser known actors. If you see their faces, you know them, but they're like character actors that aren't, like I said, super well known. But it was a, it was a funny show. <laughs> so I think that's neat. They're going to do a little revival to, I guess, um, close it out. So I guess it ended in not the greatest way, as so many things do. So they're bringing it back to, to get a little more out of it. Oh, good. Um, also, The Equalizer has been renewed for season two. Yay! Woo! That is a good show. Apparently it has great ratings. So Oh, I love Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. I think she it's does a great a, job. Yeah, it's such a good show. I look yeah. forward to that every week. So 
one of the few shows on just regular network TV that <laughs> is still being watched today. You know, I'd like to know if anyone has seen um, Clarice. That's oh. one that I've been wanting to watch, mm -hmm. and somehow I keep forgetting when it's on, and I haven't watched any of it, but that is one that I would like to um, check, out. check out, and I don't know if anyone has watched it or what they, they've thought of it so far. Yeah, that's true. I haven't heard about anyone watching it either. That's something I wouldn't watch because I was never into this. I was a little stuff. But, so. Well, well, I was. I mean, I know <laughs> so you're so surprised by that. <laughs> so if you end up watching, you'll have to let me know. But, yes, if any of you out there watch, I want to make a comment about it. Please yeah. let us know. That'd be great. Um, so movie and TV shows out this week. Um, we have Cherry, which is a movie with Tom Holland. This will be out in theaters. Um, it's about the wild journey of a disfranchised young man from Ohio who meets the love of his life only to risk losing her through a series of bad decisions and challenging life circumstances. I watched the trailer on this, and it did look interesting. Um, a, a very dark show because of where it goes. I mean, he basically, um, you know, he gets sent to Afghanistan. He has PSD when he comes back. Um, he ends up a drug addict, and he has to commit, like, crimes to, to pay back a debt because of the drug addiction. So... It looked, like I said, it looked dark. It's probably good. I think Tom Holland is a good actor. I do, too. So, I would do, you know, too. Moving, moving Beyond Spider-Man is, is great for him he has to, as he gets older. Um, also, a movie called Trust. Um, this is with Victoria Justice and Catherine McNamara. And this is about a couple who are each tempted to act on attractions to other people, which is a tale as old as time. <laughs> 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 but, again, it didn't, nothing, new, no new ground tread on this. I mean, this, this. It was pretty straightforward. Couple married. Oh, let's meet this guy. Oh, he meets this girl. Oh, should we add him? Oh, I don't know. So, I don't know. That's not something I'd, I'd probably watch. You got to. It's one of those ones that is on demand only right now. So you have to, or this week, I should, weekend, I should say. So you have to pay to watch it. So, watch if you will. All right. <laughs> um, now coming out on Tuesday, actually, of next week, we have SAS Red Notice. Now this has Sam Hugan, you know, of the of Outlander. Um, also, Hannah John Cammon and Ruby Rose. And this is about a groom who is a special force, who is with special forces, and that is played by Sam, um, who has his wedding plans disrupted when a small army of well-trained criminals hijack the Eurostar deep beneath the English Channel. Oh, and you know he's going to kick some booty. <laughs> right, this is going to be on Apple TV, again, starting next Tuesday. So um, the, the, the trailer for this actually did look good, so I'm, I'm sure I'll check this out. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is on the Apple. Well, it's Sam. You know, right. just to look at Sam some more would be really right? great. Right? In a different role. Because, yeah, again, you don't see. I saw him in, there was something I'd watched recently, and I didn't realize it was, it took me a minute to realize, I'm like, where do I know this dude's face from? And I realized it was him, because it just was so different seeing him in normal clothes. And, uh -huh. and he was, he was a bad Normal clothes? <laughs> <laughs> he was a bad guy in it. So I was like, huh? It was this, um, it was a Vin Diesel movie. Now I can't think of the, movie, the name of it, though, because it didn't do very well, I remember. But anyway, he had, the Vin Diesel had memory problems, and, 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 and Sam played one of the guys that was basically trying to keep the real information from him. So it wasn't a good guy, but it took me a minute to realize that that's who it was. I was like, oh, you're, okay, I got it, got it. Gotcha. Got it, because, you know, his American accent and everything. So yeah. I was like, oh, I got, okay, anywho. <laughs> it was, it was an interesting movie. If I ever remember what it is, I'll have to let you know, because for me, the name is escaping me right now. Um, also next week, we have The Courier with Benedict Cumberbatch. This is a true story of a British businessman unwittingly recruited into one of the greatest international conflicts in history. 
Um, he forms an unlikely partnership with a Soviet officer hoping to prevent a nuclear confrontation, and the two men must work together to provide the crucial intelligence to use to defuse the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, wow. Right? This that is, sounds good. This is just going to be in theaters. I um, love Brett Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's a great actor. He really is. He is. He this can... looks like it would be a good movie. It's not my type of movie, usually, but... It does look, the trailer did make it look good. So I, I probably wouldn't run to see it in theaters personally, but yeah. I would watch it later once it became available. If it's on HBO Max, right. I might watch it. <laughs> and where I saw this trailer, actually, speaking to our next thing, is we, me and Rochelle and saw Chaos Theory. Or, Chaos yeah. Walking. Yeah, that too. We but it was it. a theory. <laughs> it, it was kind of a theory, yes. Chaos Walking, yes. We went and saw that in theaters. So, yeah, got my, we didn't get any popcorn. So no, no munchie no. there. I did get red vines, though, which are always, you know, a pleasure. And want, That's right. Wanted. We unfortunately couldn't have any wine in there. <sighs> no, no wine. But so. I did have some over the weekend, and it is um, the Clos du Bois, um, Clos du Bois Cabernet, and it Ooh, was so good. Well, I love Clos du Bois anyway, mm-hmm. and I love it. The Pinot Grigio, the Chardonnay, and this Cabernet was really good. My husband drank most of it. I was kind of upset. Oh. <laughs> but um, it was on sale for eleven ninety nine. Now, this bottle typically sells for sixteen ninety nine. So wow. I don't know if it's still on sale, but go to your wine store and see if it's there. But it's the Clos du Bois, cool. and it's so good. Now, sorry, remind me, Cabernet is a red wine? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know. And I haven't been able to drink red wines until I went to Sonoma and went wine tasting mm-hmm. and decided that... Oh my gosh, I was fine if I drank really good red wines, not your cheap wines, mm-hmm. but maybe more expensive bottles, which kind of sucks because, you know, I'm somewhere between the 10, 15 bottle, right. dollar mm-hmm. um, bottles. And uh, I, if I want to drink red, I'm going to have to go like, you know, probably above that. But that's okay. It's not that much. It's just. Mm-hmm. And you don't do it that often, so no. it's okay to treat yourself. Yeah, you know, you're right. And as long as I don't get a headache, I'm good with that. So, I just, I, 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 it was so funny because I learned, you know, probably three years ago, yeah, it was three years ago, on a Napa trip that I realized that I just, I like white wines more than, mm-hmm. than the red. Prior to that, I, I honestly don't think I really realized it. I wasn't sure because I was drinking some red. But on that trip, everything I tasted that when we went to the different wineries, it was all the white ones that I ended up liking. So, you know. But I am Absolutely. open to trying your, your red that you're talking okay. about just because maybe, maybe I'll step out and like it. Hey, if your mom can get it up on base, have her get some. Right? That's a good idea. Okay, so chaos walking. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what was stick in my head. It was very odd. Yes, it was a very odd movie. I yes. agree. Now, this starred uh, Tom Holland and Daisy, Rid- Daisy Ridley and also... Um, Cynthia Rigo. And so I love her. Yeah, so I think I mentioned that before. Yes, you have. Okay. She, she is I'll good. just go ahead and let that go then. <laughs> yes, you have mentioned that before. So, um, you know, Daisy Ridley's character, you know, she's crash landing on what they call New Earth. And I want to say that yours said it was like twenty forty seven, I wanna say it so it's yes. mm-hmm. um and so it's already in the future. Um Tom Holland and Mads Mikkelsen and Nick Jonas are already on this new Earth planet and have been for you know decades, and so and they've and they've had this way of life where um, there's only men left, and you can hear what they call their noise, which is their thoughts projected out into the open for oh, that to see. Drove me crazy. So that that was weird. It was, but the FX of it, the way they did it was brilliant. I mean, oh yeah, it was it was cool how they made it look. But she gets there, she's a woman, and with a woman you can't hear their thoughts. 
which although wasn't really expressed that I remember, but I feel like that's obviously the reason the mayor of the town was so, I think, drove all the women away or they were hurt because he didn't like that he didn't know what they were thinking. Right, he didn't know what they were thinking. Right, and yep. so it was like, they all have to go type of attitude. Yes. So, um, without giving sorry anything else away on that, um, it just, yeah, it was just weird. Um, the pace was a little slow. Mm-hmm. It was a little slow at times. Um, and I was honestly surprised that there was no real romantic connection between no. Daisy and Tom's character. Right. Yeah, when I actually mm-hmm. thought there would be. Now, I know it's a series of books, and perhaps those of you who have maybe read the books, maybe that changes as it like it goes oh. on. I don't know. Um, they just gave me more of a, and I'm sure, unfortunately, this is probably just an actor thing, and their chemi- their natural chemistry just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I don't even see where it would it makes sense to, to have these two Right. As well, a he looks like such on. a kind of a teenager, you know? Right. <laughs> We're just this youngin', and um, yeah. Right. Well, and, and she... And she's young, too. I mean, yeah. sometimes I forget because, you know, she was in the, the, the Star Wars movies yeah. that she was younger than you think she is. You right. Know I mean? But, yeah. yeah, he does seem younger. I think they're actually in real life only like two years apart, but... Although at the, you know, the end, not to give anything away, I feel like I could probably, maybe something could, you know, something right. could develop, so... That's true. That's true. Um, How so, many quirks did you give it? So I would just give it three wine corks, I would say. I'm right there with you. That's, yeah, I'm going to go with three as well. Yeah. It wasn't quite um, what I was thinking, but I'm glad we saw it. Yes. And again, it was awesome going to the movie theater. Sure was. Got to keep those puppies open. It was. And, you know, even with the... And it was a, a sold-out feature. I mean, yes, there is spacing, so it wasn't as full of a sold-out as you know. But, I mean... It was it was pretty full in there, so that was nice. To and see the recliners well. just make it so cozy mm-hmm. and comfy. So I do. I do wish that our Cinemark had um, the heated seats. Apparently, some of the Cinemarks now now have heated seats. Are you that kidding? That recline. I was like, oh, that would be awesome. Obviously, not in the summer, but right. yeah, when it gets cold. In the winter, ooh, that'd be nice if you could turn mm-hmm. on a heated seat. I would be all about that. Yeah, me too. So looking forward to that. Um, so individually, what I have watched this week. Um, I watched the movie Boss Level on Hulu. I mentioned this coming out just last weekend. It was so good. I was so entertained, you guys. Um, this had Frank Rillo and Mel Gibson in it and Naomi Watts. And it was. It was just a Groundhog Day scenario. Lots and lots of action and some funny laughs thrown in there. Just like <laughs> watching him go, you know, day after day through this, trying to figure out why he's in this time loop and how he can <laughs> yep. get out of it. You know, and so once he does, it's it's just great, like, how it really does kick in even more gear then. So I highly recommend it. It's just an hour and 40 minutes of, of, of your time, and I, I wanted to watch it again. That's how much I enjoyed it. So um, I definitely give that stuff. That's a five-line court Oh, that's show great. For me. Wow. <laughs> I don't think you've uh, right? really given that five just, yet. Right? It was just one of those, like, yeah, let's just chill here. Watch. And it was just, yeah. It was and you wanted to watch it a second time. I did. That's a good. I stopped myself. I had other things to watch, but I didn't want to watch see, it that, See, that's how I feel about Harry Potter and oh. Lord of the Rings. I <laughs> nice. just keep watching it, you know? That's and, true. and I'm so going to watch, and I know I brought this up before, the extended versions of Lord of the Rings. I mean, this could be go going on for hours. It becomes like a four-hour movie. <laughs> right. I do watch her. If, I, if, on, if it's on TV, and I'm, I do stop for a little bit. I mean, I watch the whole movie, but I do. I, I am when yeah. I stop and we watch because uh-huh. that's a good show, too. Um, I also watched the movie Coming to America. This is the sequel to the first Coming to America. This was on Amazon. I like this not as much, unfortunately. You know, it's... I really enjoyed the first one so much back in the day. And, you know, this one... Um, was good. It was funny, not as funny. 
Um, you know, since it was on Amazon, I think, I feel like it was supposed to be in theaters originally, but you know, they mainly made it PG-13, so they did tone down a lot of the more, like, R-rated stuff they would have seen, like, with, um, a little bit more crassness, which I think worked in the first movie, so they didn't really have that. They're also older. It was more family-friendly. <laughs> That's true. They are, they, they And all, they all have kids, older. and they're probably like, they're going to watch this, tone it down. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, but I did like it. They had a lot of nostalgia thrown in there, which I thought was great. I'd heard that some people didn't like the nostalgia part, so I'm good. I thought that was the point of it, and then you wanted to look back and oh, see, yeah. you know, the differences, so... I enjoyed it. I was watching this um, 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 at Sunday, you know, dinner with my parents, and uh, my dad thought there was just way too much music in it for him. <laughs> it's like, why is there so many musical like numbers and breaks? And I'm like, but I, I enjoyed the music in it. So um, he gave it um, three three wine corks. I'd give it three and a half wine corks because oh. I, I did think it was good, but just it wasn't great. Gotcha. So. Yep. Um, and finally, I started to watch Good Girls on Netflix. Now, this is an NBC show, which I know is still currently airing. I think their season four just started airing again. So I'm just starting out with it. So I actually got through season one um, of the show. And so I was just highly entertained. It's three girls, two are sisters, one's, um, you know, best friend. And they just, they have financial hardships. They decide to, you know, rob a grocery store to get some money. And from there, though, it takes on a whole other dimension of what crime they they go from robbing stores then to helping like move you know pills and then into fits yeah it's just but they're just it's just funny because they're kind of good at it but not so think of a lesser high risk like form of like ozark where it's just like things happen where it's like why are you in this situation and you're just <laughs> like get yourself out of it and so but it's also funny because because they're in this situation so I, I, I'm enjoying it, so I have two more seasons on Netflix to get through wow. before I'm I'm up to date. But they're only like ten, like season one was only ten episodes. I don't know how long season two is, but mm. I'm assuming it's probably ten or eleven. And are they hour? Yeah, episodes? they're hour long episodes, but they just zip by. They're not even full hours. So I just it's it's about forty two minutes. Oh, just okay. Have the commercials because like I said, it used to air, it airs on NBC, so they oh, had right. technically the hour had commercials in it beforehand. So I'll see yeah. they get through it pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so I was surprised when I, I was like, wow, I'm done with... I just started watching this on Sunday, y'all. It's only Tuesday. I'm already done with season one. That just tells you. I was like, yep, let's watch it every time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's good. I love good. those shows. They just grab you. Yes. So, yes. Good time there. Well, and I watched, well, aside from Chaos Walking, mm -hmm. you know, I still have my regulars on TV that I have to, to watch. But the other one, which was new on Netflix, um, is Murder Among the Mormons. That was an interesting documentary on Mark Hoffman, who, who was, um, he he was Mormon, but he also um, was was a dealer, and he and let me rephrase the kind of dealer he was. <laughs> right, I was like, wait a minute. But he would find like letters, and and we all know probably that we've heard of the Salamander letter, that supposedly would rock the the Mormon Church to its core because we we've always been told that that it was. Joseph Smith, who saw an angel, Angel Moroni, who was then given the golden plates. But in this letter, it says that it came from a white salamander. So they were going to buy that from him. And so um, anyway, he forged so many documentaries. <laughs> documentaries. He forged so <laughs> many documents. And people bought them, not just the Mormon Church, but all types of historians bought these documents that he forged. Amazing, like mm -hmm. even even to the to the educated eye, 
you could not tell the difference. And when things started happening and, you know, they started getting a little, he started getting nervous about it, and which he then decided the people that he was dealing with started questioning him. And uh, he decided it was time to uh, take a life. And he, you know, he confessed to everything. But it's it's such an amazing thing. And for, for those that are younger that don't know much about it, that mm -hmm. have only heard maybe rumors, mm -hmm. I would watch this because this was truly amazing. I, I remember when it happened. And I just thought, oh, bombing's down in Salt Lake City. Well, isn't that fun? I think I'm going to go get ready for my date. But <laughs> you know, anyway, I thought that was really good. And that's kind of it for me this week. Aside well, from, you know, Bachelor last night. Of course, The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. And, of course, ID still still looking at that stuff. Right, exactly. So, well, that's good. Okay, now it's time for our next real-life stories turned into movie or their Real Wishes reality series. Um, this week we're going to do The Pursuit of Happiness. This was a very good movie that came out in 2006 um, that starred Will Smith and his real-life son, Jaden Smith. Um, so it was about um, the struggle for a single father. Um, he was evicted from his apartment. Him and his young son found themselves alone with no place to go. Um, Chris eventually lands a dream job as an intern at a prestigious brokerage firm, but the position pays no money, so the pair have to live in shelters and just endure many um, hardships while he gets... Um, to creating this better life for himself and his son. Um, you did see this, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, it was, I, it was such... Talk about cry. I mean, I was I was crying, yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. it was, yeah, it was such, it was he such would, a good He job. did an amazing job, Will Smith. I know, he really did. And so the real-life Chris Gardner, um, he did indeed um, struggle in the 80s with homelessness while raising his toddler son. Um, one difference between the two is his son was only two years old in real life, but although in the movie... You know, I think... Um, he was portrayed older. Right. He was portrayed older. Um, the real-life Chris Gardner said he under... He was a producer on the movie. And he said he understood, obviously, he would take some liberties, and it just made more sense for them to be inter inter interacting as an, a little bit older kid than a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. He's like, so, yeah, obviously, I didn't have those conversations with my son, but he's I get why it made more sense for the movie yeah. to, to, to do that. Um, he did, indeed, sell medical equipment to get by. Um, and just like in the movie, he had decided to become a stockbroker after having seen um, this really well-dressed man in a Ferrari outside a hospital that he was um, trying to sell medical equipment to. And he just started talking to him about his life and what he did, um, and that's what made him really interested <laughs> in becoming a stockbroker. So that part that happened in the movie um, really did happen. Um, the stockbroker's name was Bob, um, and he did introduce him all introduced him all to the world of finance. Um, Bob organized meetings for Chris with different managers at different brokerage firms um, until he did gain a position as an intern um, at Dean Witter Reynolds um, in San Francisco. So all that was, was, was true to life from what they showed in the movie. Um, he did have to quit his job selling medical equipment because of the long hours it took to be an intern. There just wasn't time to do it, so he just had really no money. So um, him and his son did continue to sleep in subways and homeless shelters. Um, I guess at one point he said he really did have to sleep in like the BART station. Wow. Um, um, just to just to get by. I mean, um, he says sometimes too, though, he would sleep um, at the office 
um, just after hours, he would sneak his son into the office after hours and then sneak him out to the daycare Ugh. before anybody got there. Heart wrenching, you know, right? Just, 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 just to get by. I think that's so crazy. Um, in 1982, he did pass his Series Seven exam on the first try, and wow. then was then hired as a full time employee um, by that brokerage firm. Um, so he worked there for about a year, and then he was recruited by um, Bear Stearns and Company, also in San Francisco. Uh, oh, sorry, excuse me. He did um, end up having another child in 1985 with his ex-girlfriend, who was also the mother of of um, his son. So um, just like in the movie, the movie, I guess the difference between in that is that you saw, you know, the, the mom being portrayed, I think it was by Thandie Newton um, in the movie. Um, he really had, he had a wife um, who he left for his son's mother. <laughs> oh. Um, so that, it didn't really show that in the movie, but, um, and also also didn't show um, that he had another child, but he did have, um, only because he'd already become a stockbroker by the time he did have the second child, um, but he hadn't yet made, you know, a lot of money, but at least he was on a better footing and getting by. Um, he did uh, found his own brokerage in 1987 in Chicago, which I think is so awesome. He started his own company. Yeah. Um, it did so well that he sold his stake in it in 2006 for multi-million dollar price. Wow. And he took that money and then became the CEO and founder of the Christopher Gardner International Holdings. Um, so it, he now has offices in New York, Chicago, and San Francisco. Wow. And he's just thriving. He's feeling philanthropic and everything. So it's great. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. It's really cool. So I think that, that show really did really good for um it really it was it was one of those ones that really was similar. I mean they did they didn't take very many liberties when it came to the guy's life story. So they tried to keep it as true to the story as possible? Yes. Oh good. So Well, no, it's a great show. It's a tearjerker, but I think it's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do too. So that's what our show was for this week. Well, that's all the time we have this week. Thanks so much for listening. We had fun as usual and hope you enjoyed it as well. We will be taking a break next week, but we'll be back the following week, the week of the 22nd, with some new information and material. So please give us a review or comment as it really helps us out. And please follow us on Instagram at movies underscore munchies underscore Moscato. We'll see you next time. Thanks for hanging. Thanks, guys.